How's it going, everybody? Charging Buffalo Podcast. As always, Luke here, joined by Joe. This uh, playoff edition of the Charge Buffalo Podcast. Uh, Joe, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. No uh, here. Yeah. Um, Sabres aren't here to ruin our days anymore. That's that's j- saying the word Sabres brings my mood down. <laughs> like knowing that we have to circle back and talk about that team genuinely makes me sad and just made it, it brought over a sense of malaise over me. I'm just like I don't want to do that. You know what this feels like? It feels like the it's eerily similar to when O'Reilly made his comments at the end of the 2018 season. Cause like I remember, like we were doing like fun draft episodes, like we were plan we're, we're planning on doing this summer. They won the draft lottery, which we'll find that out in a couple weeks' time. So I wonder if it, we're gonna be having a repeat situation here. I'm I'm worried. I'm really worried. Like we're gonna talk about Eichel and Reinhardt again. It's not as much in the news, but we have cooler heads now. We're gonna talk about that after we get into our first topic, but. Yeah, re- it feels like a little bit of deja vu. I don't know about you. No, it, it does. But I mean, what does that say? I, how many players are going to come through here and say that kind of stuff before yeah. accountability is taken by yeah. you know who? Right, solid team. Yeah, I don't, it's going to have team. to come down to that. Yeah, things aren't going to get much know. better. I don't. I feel like the only pathway to the Sabers turning around is a change of ownership. I just don't see it. But the first thing we're going to talk about today. Well, the Sabers need an owner like a, like a Tom Dundon, someone like that's come in and just completely lift the team off the ground, a facelift. He seems very hands on though. He he but is. He, he's well, he's not an idiot. I don't he, see. He's not. I don't think he. I don't know if he's so much as hands on as he is like. Uh, maybe passionate isn't the word, but um, maybe hands on is the word, but. Not so much as like personnel decisions. I feel like he's 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 involved. You know, he's very involved, mm-hmm. and I think, uh, I think you know, we we want the Pagulas to be involved, but not hands on. I want them right? involved with their wallets. I don't want them involved with saying, well, you know, Cody Eakin was good in the playoffs a couple of years ago. Let's go bring him in. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. We don't need that. No. First thing we're gonna touch on today, Mr. Dining Meatballs. He's in the news today. Darren Dreger tweeting this morning. Don Granado is a primary candidate for the head coaching job with the Sabres. GM Kevin Adams has talked to some college coaches to experience the full process. Adams is expected to meet with ownership this week and explain how he intends moving forward. There's no rush. Hmm. Good news. Yeah. I mean, some will think that's terrible news, but... Good news that it's not going to be Tortorella. Yes. We just fixed Darlene. I don't think that... It's a good idea to break him again. But I like this. I like Donnie Meatballs. He's a good guy. And I think, especially with the rumor, not rumors, but the impending doom that is the Sam Reinhart and Jack Eichel trade that will probably happen this summer, mm-hmm. having a coach like Granado, like him even, the college coach that Dreger mentioned, is good. Mm-hmm. And Granado has shown that he's good at working with the young players, the assistant coaches around the staff have also 
helped out a lot. So I like this. I, I think he's going to be the guy. I don't, I don't see how it can't be. Well, I think he's a great coach to have uh, for a rebuild, too, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, and that seems certainly to be where they are they're going with this. So, um, yeah, I think I think it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> you I can't th- rebuild if you never stopped rebuilding. That's true. <laughs> um, I think that that is a big indicator if they sign Granado of where the team is headed. Because mm-hmm. I don't think a Boudreaux would want to come on if they weren't ready to compete. Well, yeah, and people are going to say, oh, Boudreaux wanted to come here. He's already said it. He's been leaking it. Mm-hmm. But – that's when they had Jack Eichel, Sam Reinhardt. I'm sure he loves Rasmus Ristolainen, too, because all coaches would love Rasmus Ristolainen because he's big mm-hmm. and fast and strong and hits people. But, yeah, uh, the head coaching job for the Sabres becomes a whole lot less attractive without their two best players. That's correct, yes. Uh, <clears throat> so we'll see. I mean, uh, the fact that there's no other – uh, I guess guys with seniority, you can say, senior head coaches, you could say, uh, whose names are popping up. That tells me that all the arrows are pointing to uh, Mr. Meatballs there. Yeah, and, and I'd I'm, be fine with that. I'm absolutely all for it because we, like the team sucked this year. Mm-hmm. They're going to suck he again. took over, they sucked. Mm-hmm. And you take Reinhardt out of the equation too. Who knows if they get any roster players in return for these trades or if it's just going to be straight future, I don't know. But they're probably going to be bad again next year. Mm -hmm. And especially after the season that they just had, it's not going to be an easy time attracting free agents to come here, the good ones at least. Like, yeah, you're going to get guys. Tim Murray would always say it's easy for people to want to take your money, but is it going to be the right players? That's the real question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we quote Tim. You quote Tim Murray so much that it's it's almost like he, he might have been a pretty smart guy. You know, I have. <laughs> he has some good insight. I have from very good source. Mm-hmm. I, I, is this my first uh, tea drop of the oh, podcast here? I don't even know if I've heard this. Uh, I have it on extremely good authority. Okay, that if. The Buffalo Sabres won the 2015 draft lottery and got oh, yeah, Connor okay. McDavid. That Tim Murray had a deal in place to get Steven Stamkos from the Tampa Bay Lightning. I don't know what happened, it fell through, but I believe Rasmus Ristolainen was going to be a piece of that trade. So I don't know wh- how history changes. Like, but if by some stroke of magic you get Evander Kane. You get McDavid, Stamkos. Do are they still trading for Ryan O'Reilly at that point? I don't know. Maybe Probably they don't. Not. Maybe they don't do the Leonard trade. I'm sure one of those two deals you, doesn't you, happen. You aren't but. trading Ristolainen and Zadorov in the same yeah. uh, on the same day. It's like right? the, it's like the Jack Eichel trade rumors. Like yeah. the Kings aren't trading Turcotte and well, they you know uh, they had a playoff team there then already yeah. assembled. Yeah, very. But, uh, I have it on extremely good authority that that. <sighs> That was gonna happen. That's right. I thought, yeah, hey, I, you know, technically, I'm a former coworker with the guy that you got there from. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I know you. I, I know you. <laughs> you ever see the Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, Stogie video where he's like, uh, like I knowing you. I think so. Yeah, the, the reporter that you are. <laughs> I, love, I love that video. Uh, but but yeah, hey, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anywho, that's uh, a 
podcast lead Tim Murray yep. drop of the day. There you go. <laughs> yep, first ever one. Uh, yeah, but um, no, you know what? Thinking about this now, did Grado make any lineup moves that pissed anybody off? I don't think he did. Everybody that should have been playing played. I feel like. It just involved Rasmus Ristolainen. Yeah, see, if you're going to be— like and, Bryson, and, Ristolainen, Samuelson, yeah, Ristolainen. Like, Ristolainen, I mean, what, are you going to sit him? You know, you can't just scratch Rasmus Ristolainen, right? You could. I mean, I mean you could, <laughs> but, I mean, how much money is he, was he making? $5 million or something? Yeah, 5.4. Yeah. So, you, you can't do that, exactly. Um, but, no, I mean, Granado certainly was a good change of pace from what we've experienced the last two uh, buffoons— that were yeah. on the bench. So, uh, I mean, he, I'd be okay with it. He's shown he can work with the young players. And yes. they're going to have a lot of young players coming up. Mm-hmm. I think the lineup next season will probably be very similar to what they had towards the end of the season last now, year. Now, I, I, and there's there's nothing pointing to them actually doing this, but I would still love uh, more front office additions. I think that has become more urgent at this point than even like a head coach because mm-hmm. i mean look at like what the rangers are doing they they of course chris drury is the new gm but they hired mike greer as like an associate president of hockey operations <laughs> or something like how like you need a deep front office like that those are the teams that are going to you know those are the dynasties of the future like the teams that are just stocking their their front you offices don't see like that. bare naked front offices no win like, in the NHL see, like know? like like I I tweeted this and I hate regurgitating my tweets on here but it's like the Sabers don't have a front office they have a a storage closet with a computer running on Windows seven and a shelf with a couple binders on it. Like, that's their front office. And you have teams like the Rangers who have, you know, assistance to the regional managers. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. just, my God. It, how do you compete against teams like that that have just insane infrastructure like that? I would bring in this, John Davidson. Yeah. The Sabres are hardly an NHL team. Like, what <clears throat> What constant—I'm pretty sure, like— Seattle has a bigger front office they do. than the Sabres they do. do. Like, what the have, hell is going a, on? They have an analytics department. I'd rather the Sabres just... Relocate? No, no, no. <laughs> Clean off the whole roster and just pay a half million, or pay, what is it, half a billion dollars? $500 million that the Kraken are paying? Yeah. I'd like rather that. do that and just draft a new roster and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Take part, uh, you know, like how... Absolutely. When, uh... Um... Years ago, I forget which team was entering the league, but, like, oh, the Sharks. When the Sharks were entering the league in 1991, I think it was, the North Stars took part in their expansion draft because they kind of, like, merged in a way, Mm. the Sharks and the North Stars. So, like, they both took part in the same expansion draft, even though the North Stars already existed. I wish the Sabres could just do that. (laughs) Just fold in a way. Just reshuffle the cards, right? I honestly don't even care. Like, they maybe, gotta, they gotta be creative. Maybe there's a lot of people who didn't know that. That I didn't know that. Yeah, the, the guns, uh, G U N D, the guns, the gun family. They, it was a legal mess, but they they took on the sharks and sold the North Stars to the guy Norm Green, I think, who eventually moved them to Dallas. Hmm. And because they essentially merged like that. It's it's a big story, but yeah. seems like a big mess. Yeah, yeah. 
Donny Meatballs, he can stay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad it's not John Tortorella. And people are going to say, oh, Gerard Gallant. But, like, why would he come here? And people are going to say, oh, there's only 32 of these jobs, yada, yada, yada. Why would why would, why would, would a guy like Gerard Gallant come here over any of the other openings? I think Gerard, Gerard Gallant is prime target number one for Seattle. Yeah. Rangers I, talk to him. I saw that. That would be a good fit, too. Um, but it, it's, it's just I still think a lot, whenever I watch a Vegas game, I always think about what could have been with Gerard Gallant. I can't I mean, believe they fired him. I can't believe it. You And then you go and get Peter DeBoer, who's pretty much a playoff choker, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think they're going to choke this year, too. Yeah. I he, think Minnesota's going to win. DeBoer's been to a few cups, but, I mean, they gave Gallant a year and a half. Didn't they fire him the year after they went to the cup? Mm, no, it was a year after that. A year after that? Yeah. It's like, man, it's just, you know, I, there was no grounds for that. And I get having high standards and whatnot. Good for them for having really that good high for them. Good for them. Um, but I can't believe Jargalant doesn't have a job right now. He's probably just waiting for the right opportunity. Right. I think Seattle. He'll be, be back next year, though. Yeah, Seattle will be fantastic. Because there's going to be lots of openings. Arizona, Rangers, because mm-hmm. they just fired Quinn. And Arizona, no, no the Sabres should not bring in. What about the Hurricanes? I thought they have a handshake deal with Brindamore now. Oh, I hadn't heard about I, that. I don't think it's official, but I think they're close. I mean, wouldn't Brindamore kind of be dumb to Yeah, you don't leave, leave Carolina. No, no way. No way. Arizona, Rangers, and the Sabres should not hire David Quinn to try and mend a relationship with Jack Eichel. I don't think anything Maybe is Maybe make him that. an assistant. Sure. You know? Sure. Make him in a Jack Eichel's personal coach. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm fine with that. Uh, But, yeah. Well, well. A lot of changes are coming mm. behind, uh, you know, with the the old bench bosses, as they say. Seems like Travis Green is going to become available too. I I saw something. Someone typed something in the TCB DM. I didn't open it, but I saw Travis Green, and I put my phone down. So I guess it was he'd be that. okay for rebuild ish, right? Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't mind him. Mm-hmm. I I think Granado's going to be the guy though. Yeah, coming to terms with it, people. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I mean, everything's looking that way. Yeah, and hopefully he can be the rebuild coach and the guy who can build it up. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that we got cooler heads, Jack Eichel and Sam Reinhart, what are your thoughts a week later? Uh, I still think Eichel's heading out the door. I really don't know why he'd want to come back. And plus, quite frankly, the Sabres got to make this trade soon before his value deteriorates any further and of course uh before what is it um before the that no move yeah they got a year for that in. yeah if they it's july 1st 2022 right so they got some time for that but. right but i'm you know if you do it now i mean <clears throat> does his value deteriorate if it's mid-season that you make the trade or uh I don't know. It's, it's it's a sticky situation that's for sure because i you can make a point that it's deteriorating right now because of the injury and the mm-hmm. surgery mm. yeah it really but. hurts the sabers that this whole injury stuff got so public now yeah yeah like right like i mean of course i don't think that the you know, he you couldn't make the trade last season because his opinions weren't public, and I think, you know, it was just too close to the trade deadline, yada, yada, a lot of stuff going up against it. But, uh, no, I mean, this could have been managed better. 
I think, by the Sabres. A lot better. And they tried to, right? I mean, keeping it private. But uh, eventually, I mean, again, there's a time limit on that, too, how long you keep it under wraps with media mm-hmm. day coming up and whatnot. So, Am I crazy to think that maybe the Sabres aren't that much in the wrong for not letting them get the surgery? No, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, I understand where they're coming from. They want to protect their ass up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't know what can happen with an ex- experimental surgery like that. I yeah. mean, uh, there's a reason people go to Columbia, you know, and to get experimental surgeries because, you know, they probably not as regulated in mm-hmm. other countries like that. So, um, but still, I mean, it's, it's risky. Uh, I'm with you though. I, I, it, 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 I, it, the cool thing to do is to just trash on the Sabres for everything. Oh, yeah. But right? like, at this time, everyone's you gotta doing say, it. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. doing it. This time, you got to say, though, like, uh, I don't know about that, Jack. Yeah. You know? Well, he seems very passionate about it. Maybe he's getting good advice. Yeah. He's got world-class doctors around him. That's so true. Yeah. Maybe it works, but I'm, I'm skeptical. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a ploy to get himself out the door, too, and make the Sabres look bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, yeah, speaking of Jack Eichel. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about Reinhardt before we get into the next bit of news. Reinhardt, I, uh, <clears throat> um, I don't know. I, I don't think he's leaving. Really? I just have a feeling. Do you think he's going to get the one year? Yeah. One uh, year treatment, then walk next year. Well, wait. He's an RFA at this very moment. Yeah, right? he'll be an RFA, uh, and then next, if he gets another one year deal, he's UFA next year. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. I, I I don't know. I think they I think they come to terms on really? something. I do. I, I, that's preferred. I, I just feel like the, the the insiders haven't played up much on Reinhardt. Right? Because yeah, Eichel's overshadowing him. Right, right. But I mean you'd hear news about Well him. yeah, his name was kicked around at the deadline. Reinhardt. Wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Well, um <clears throat> I don't know. I just feel like it, it would be a bigger story if the people in the know. Sorry. Ah, ah. We're saying stuff about him. I don't know. I just have a hunch. You haven't heard much. Yeah. The Ryan. I, know, I feel like both of them are gone. I don't know. It it just seems. I don't think the organization is ready to commit to that course of action at this mo- at this time. I don't think they're committed to anything. They're not committed to anything. I don't think they know what they're doing. Uh, but uh, no, I think. Kicking your two best players out the door like in the same summer isn't in any organization's plans. Yeah, you know, that's their own fault. It is. It is. Uh, and again, I mean, it might not be in their plans, but it might have to be because the two guys want out. But uh, I, I have a better feeling about. I'm about sixty percent Reinhardt being here next year, and ten percent Ike will be really. Here next I year. think if I had to put a number on it, mm-hmm. I would give it like a thirty percent chance Eichel is here oh wow and like a 10 percent chance Reinhardt is here hmm. I think Reinhardt is that goose is cooked I think he's gone is it bad that I'm scared of wearing my Eichel winter classic jersey to games from here on out because no, I don't no, well no, no. no I don't it's a beautiful jersey it, it's a beautiful jersey but I'm scared that up in the 300 section some angry drunkard fan will throw something in my jersey head. yeah and stain it and ruin it you know like I'm, I'm worried Eichel that... has become a villain on Seriously, in the Subur- Twitter <laughs> suburban hockey dad Twitter on Sabers Parlor. He's a a, a big uh, <laughs> he's a big enemy. 
Well, Eichel was just named the nominee for the King Clancy Award. That's for, right for the Sabers, and I'm gonna read some replies to. I bet no, there's gonna be a the 40 year old guy with a uh, sunglasses, bald and soul patch profile <laughs> yeah. picture, saying, "Oh, so he thinks he's a king now?" <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, someone said, "Trying everything, keep him." A gift says, "Well, this is awkward." Uh, laughing. Please, sir. No. Uh, the Kevin Hart, like, shocked, blinking yeah, yeah, gif. Yeah. Boo, is this a joke? Oh, man. Yeah, you know, the kings... Slam the door. Yeah, you should train to the kings. The kings need a queen. There is a joke in this tweet. Some people will get it and others will not. Definitely shouldn't be him, that's for sure. Eichel is a bad, bad choice. This is a joke, right? Here for the comments. Come on, people. But maybe that's – maybe they had more discussions, right? I mean, if you can be hopeful, maybe it's a sign that – I don't know. I mean, we'll, see, why would you do something like that if you're not committed to the guy being here next year? Of course they want him here next year. Yeah. I don't think the Sabres want to trade Jack Eichel. It's just inevitable. See, so he definitely didn't request a trade then. No, no. I don't think Kevin Adams would lie about – Eichel not requesting a trade. No. And I don't think Eichel wants to be. I, you know what? If, if I'm Jack Eichel, I want to wait this out another year mm-hmm. and then pick where I want to go yeah. if we suck again. His agent has to be telling him that. Yeah. His agent must be in his ear. Do you think Jack Eichel wants to go to Calgary? Probably not. No. I mean, he can't. He wouldn't be able to request a trade from Calgary then, right? I mean, he could. Is he <laughs> like, going to go play in Calgary for a year when they're at the bottom of the league? I don't know. He's going to turn to Taylor Hall if he keep if he swaps teams so often. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'm. A, if you know what, just saying that right now, I feel like he he's going might be on the team next year. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe he won't request a trade. I think no. If the you Sa- got to factor in the the agent. If the Sabers trade Jack Eichel, it's going to be on their terms. This summer, at least. Yeah. Because I think the trade request isn't going to be coming this summer. It'll be next summer. Pagula. Terry's going to play his God card. <laughs> be like, I got you, Jack. Hey, we got Jack. Everything's okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's what he always I'll likes to I'll send you to Siberia. Go play in Calgary. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. That would be fun, I think though. Calgary is a good choice for him because Kachuk, if they can get Matt Kachuk out of Calgary plus other young pieces. I think that's a, I, I think a the, good base. I don't know about Kachuk because if you're Calgary, uh, they, they you know, the big thing has been that how that core, Monaghan, Gaudreau, hasn't worked. I think it'll be Gaudreau or Monaghan out the door. Well, I, I think... If you're the Sabres, you don't want either of those guys. I, I know, but I think uh, Calgary, I mean, it would be the smart thing to do for Calgary if they went with Kachuk as their future Oh yeah, and, absolutely. And made him their captain, and not and, you know put him with Eichel, and boom, you have a new core. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's any way of doing that trade without without Kachuk. Without coming. Kachuk. Right, and and that would be a good staying com- competitive. If you want to use that term, uh, trying to be moderately competitive. Uh, trade. Yeah, you're you're right. Uh, yeah, I agree. Right. I mean, there's a lot. It's there's a lot of factors that play in there with Calgary. Um, hey, so maybe that could they be fun. do that and trade Monahan and Goudreau. Big sweeping changes. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. What if they What if they get Eichel and Reinhardt? Oh God! Because Reinhardt might want to go back home. That's right. Yeah. 
Benning might be out in Play Vancouver North. too. So maybe they want to make a big mm-hmm. shake up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Well, uh, Sam's dad played in Calgary. Yeah. He played Atlanta. Was he, he in Atlanta? He might. Yeah. He Paul also Reiner, played in right? Calgary. Okay. I, I have an interesting idea. Yes. The Sabres are going to need veterans. Yes. Especially if they trade Eichel and Reinhardt. They're going to need veterans to guide the young core. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, who's wearing the letters next year with Eichel and Reinhardt and Ristolainen and gone? Opozo. Opozo's getting one. Yeah. Where are you going with this? Well, put, they, put one on Cousins. They need, they, they're they still going to need to get veterans, mm-hmm. leadership, Guys who can show the young kids the ropes. Yeah. And they need to take on cap space. Where am I going with this? We're going to get into the playoffs. But Zach Parise, Minnesota's going to want to get rid of him. Yeah. The Sabres are not going to be competitive probably for most of the rest of his contract. Maybe he'll retire. Mm -hmm. What if the Sabres made a deal with the Minnesota Wild to get Zach Parise and a good young prospect or draft picks? Bring they have Rossi, in. right? Yeah, they do. I don't think they'll give up Rossi as a part of that. It'll probably be like a secondary prospect and a pick, something like that, though. Like if Minnesota was like, okay, here's one of our first-round picks this year and prospects, Tayon Parise is $7 million. Mm-hmm. He's got like four or five, four years left on his deal. I mean, like without Eichel and Reinhardt, they can bite the bullet on that. Yeah. Yeah, but again, it'll be contingent on Eichel and Reinhardt. Yeah, like obviously you're not doing that deal mm-hmm. if Eichel and Reinhardt are here going forward, but mm-hmm. they're going to have tons of cap space. I If they trade those guys, I would expect them to make at least one or two cap dump deals where they get picks and that, prospects. That definitely does seem like a Sabres move. It totally does. They need, they're going to need to get veterans. Yeah. And I think Parise is a, a guy who you can slap a letter on, maybe, maybe even the C, who knows. I and think, well, yeah, that's the thing. I think if Parise were to be traded here, he'd probably want he, to retire. He probably has a no move, does he? Well, he'd Let's probably see. retire, I'd imagine. And he totally has a no move. I guarantee it. You know, giving a guy a twelve-year contract or whatever, and his not... contract is the no-move clause. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> good point. Very Let's good see. point. He probably is a no-trade. Let's see. Ah, well, got friendly, don't fail me. Now. No, I think if, if if you know he'll threaten to retire, and then you say, "Well, be our captain. At least play. Don't just sit." Zach Parise is a no-move. Okay. Well, again, it's all hypothetical, but it's a full no-move. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, maybe he probably doesn't come here, but. Yeah. Well, uh. It's an idea. They're going to have to do something similar. Yeah. Yeah, definitely an idea. Uh. Well, God, you know what? If you're going to be bad for a while, I'm not even going to bring that up, actually. No, I was going to say Bobrovsky. I know it's ten million, Guess. but what if? What can you get? Do you get Anton Lundell for taking on that con? If you, they can get like Lundell, absolutely. I mean, take just on that contract. Just think, they're all they're already at the, the 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 top of the league, right? They contended for the President's Trophy this year, and then they have that big black hole albatross ten million dollar deal. He also has a no move clause, though. Uh, see, like, think. Of all, Does he? Hold on. Sorry. They already have a couple good role players, right? Yeah, Barkov, Huberto, 
they've been carrying your offense. Imagine if you could free up that $10 million and go out and get another player to join Huberdeau and, and, and Barkov. Mm, Bobrovsky does have a no-move clause. So I don't know. Um, and then you have two goalies ready to step in. I think Spencer Knight Spencer Knight might actually be on the playoff roster, I believe. I he think is. he's the third goalie. Yeah. Uh, but no, something to consider. I mean, Spencer Knight played four games at a 919 save percentage for the Panthers yeah, this year. Yeah, so they have three options that they can theoretically. I don't know if you want to go to Spencer Knight in the playoffs, but. Uh, Bobrovsky is signed until 2026, 2027. But you know what I'm talking about here? Which isn't that here? far away, actually. You know what I'm talking about here? Like, what contracts are the Sabres going to have to spend big money on? Like, yeah, Darlene. Mm-hmm. But hypothetically, they get, like, Wright and or Bedard. Those guys aren't going to need to be signed until the end of that Bobrovsky contract. Yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. So um, look at look at us. Look at us going up with something here. Uh, but I know people are going to hate it, but, like, re- let's tap let's tap into reality here. Yeah. Like, the Sabres aren't going to be good for another at least – Two and again, this, this pro- there ten percent chance something like this actually happens. Okay, it's, just, it's just an idea of consider it. It's a way of getting more young unsigned assets in here. That you, and even if you do pay them when Barofsky's here, it's nine hundred twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, you know, so you, you get three of those guys on entry level deals. You're paying them only three million dollars. So uh, it's something to consider a, a tactical move like that. Mm-hmm. Two hundred IQ move. Mm-hmm. Maybe Bobrovsky will go back to Russia if he gets traded to the Sabres. Good God. Mm-hmm. All right. I haven't been able to watch any of these playoff games, but judging by the Twitter reaction, the Tampa and Florida game yeah. seemed really fun. The Minnesota-Vegas game seemed really fun. Mm-hmm. I think Minnesota's going to beat Vegas. I said it earlier. I really think that they're going to upset, and I think Vegas is going to – I think Vegas is going to be in the Jack Eichel sweepstakes. Man – I, I, I said this, um, I think Minnesota should be. I think they to, should be, To too. pair him up with Kaprizov, get two young guys in there. Because uh, it's great to have Kaprizov, it really is. Uh, but, you know, solidify that future a little bit. Uh, I um, I say this every year around playoff time, okay? There's always that one team. Oh, this reminds me of the 0506 Sabres, you know? Minnesota and Florida. Two yeah. teams came out of nowhere. No expectations. No. Remember, there was the start of the season, teams were inquiring about Barkov. Huberto was, you know, Keith last. Yandel was going to be a scratch. Yeah, yeah. And now look, you know, like uh, 80 points eighty points or 81 points. Like, if they beat Carolina once, they're winning that division. Yeah. Uh, which, what a series Carolina and Tampa would have been, too. I mean, no matter which way you split it, it was going to be a great series in the Central. But, uh Carolina is going to wipe the floor with Nashville, yeah. too. But uh, Minnesota, we were talking about, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Minnesota, you don't count. The one question mark, I think, is is Cam Talbot, who was brilliant in game one. Do they go to Capo Kakinen, though? Is what I want to well, know. It was, it was a one nothing game, right? It was one nothing game. They got to go back to Back Talbot. to Talbot. But yeah. I wonder if they give Kakinen any time, you know, split a little Eventually, bit. Eventually, I'm sure. Uh, but no, Talbot, fantastic game. Like, 42 saves or something, maybe, I think. Mm-hmm. Shut out. Um, I think Vegas comes out like a house of fire on the next in the next game. Um, it's going to be a tight series, though. It's going to be a good one. Uh, I don't think Vegas is for real this year. I liked them last year. I, I just don't know about them this year. When are we going to have the discussion about Vegas goal scorers not performing in the playoffs? Remember last year versus Vancouver? They couldn't beat Thatcher Demko? Yeah. I, I am, you know, and... 
I don't think anything could have beaten Demko in the playoffs last year. He was great. He was great. But uh you know they've been shut out again and last year it was like it was pretty much the same story. They they um had such a tough time and I don't care how good a goalie's playing. I mean, you have Mark Stone um Petran- not not Petrangel, uh Petretti, Riley Smith. Riley Smith, Marsha William Carlson, Elks Tuck. If you have that kind of forward group, um, you should be able to beat any goalie in yeah. the league, especially a rookie one at that. But now this year, can't score on Cam Talbot, right? I'm uh, and like I don't think the Wild necessarily have the greatest defense in the world either. But like they do have a pretty good. Defense. They do have a good defense. They yeah. have Jonas Brodin, Brodin, uh, Dumba, Dumba, Suter. Suter can still play. So uh, yeah, but still, I mean, your Vegas Golden Knights, your defense can score even. It's just like, you know, when are we going to talk about maybe these guys are can't perform in the playoffs? <laughs> I mean, like, they have they been – were they in the conference final last year? They were, right? Uh, so, Yeah, the Canucks were in the conference final. Were, 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 did the Canucks make the conference final? No. I don't think so. The, my memory is off because of the play-in round. I think it was Vegas and Dallas. Oh, yeah. All right. Wait, did Vegas beat Vancouver? Yeah. I I'll yeah. look. Yeah, they totally did. I think if I feel like I'd remember if Vancouver, like the big underdog, was in the conference final. I don't know. I thought that they were in the conference final. Let's see. Yeah, but 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 Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Was it it was Vegas and Dallas, right? Yeah, it was Vegas and Dallas. Okay. Uh anywho. Of course, I'm I'm rooting for the Wild in that series just for the interesting storyline. I want the Wild to win too. Yeah, because uh, wow, what a story that would be, right? Everyone thinks they're dead in the water rebuilding, and then poof, here's this Russian phenom, and now you're good again. I think they're a perfect destination for Ike because they've never had like an elite right number one not center. since Marion Gabrick. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Like, Eichel, Eichel and Kaprizov are going to make be really good. And you slot Joel Erickson on the second line. Mm-hmm. 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 Eichel and Felino are good friends, too. Are they? Oh, that, yeah, that's right. That's right. Felino is like a legitimate top six forward now for some reason. So, yeah, uh, that, that'll that be a fun series, certainly, to keep an eye on. Uh, that could definitely go the distance. I, I think, think it'll go seven. There's still. Um, I certainly still have a a stigma against um, the Wild because you know it's Minnesota. They have a history of not performing, but it's a different team. When was the last time they got past the first round? Because I um, remember they had they ran into Chicago a lot. Maybe 2014 when they beat the Avalanche in overtime. Oh, yeah. Maybe. And then they ran into Chicago, probably. Yes. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Uh, but no, so a lot going on there in that, uh, in that series. We'll see how that turns out. I'm um, excited Dante. for the Canadian series, the, the, the Canadian division series. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, let's, let's see how the Leafs do. I mean, <laughs> they, they, they can't seem to win a first round series. So I think they, I, they got they, this one. I think Toronto and Edmonton is going to be a really, really fun 
matchup. I don't think Winnipeg has a chance. Sorry to say it. I, yeah. I think Edmonton, Connor McDavid is going to will the Edmonton Oilers to the Stanley Cup. Yeah, as a Jet fan, I can tell you they played totally lousy to end the year. Uh, Ehlers is a question for game one, question mark still. Uh, they have the goaltending advantage. The one thing, playoff Mike Smith is you don't know what you're getting. Yeah. I mean, the last two he years. He was good this year, though. He was really good this year in the regular season. I remember the Oilers missed out on Markstrom. I think they were mm-hmm. interested in him, and they were like, okay, Mike Smith. I think Holtby, too. Yeah. Uh, and They missed out on the big goalies, and they get Mike Smith, and he outperformed all of them. I think Mike Smith heard the haters and said, okay, I might be 37 years old, but I'm going to prove all of you wrong, and he's done great. Uh, but, no, I, I'm scared for the Jets in this one. Um, as much as I want them to – as much as I'm holding on to that – 2018 season right like i want that again it's probably not gonna happen mm. this year do you think anything happens with the jets if they don't get past the first round no they just re-signed paul maurice i believe before the season started so i don't think maurice is gonna go anywhere uh kevin shovel day off is always he's making been there moves. for a long time he's, he's been, been their for, only gm yeah. uh He's been there for so long. He's always he's always on top of making the team better, too. You know, there's never a season that goes by where he doesn't make some kind of big trade and improve the team. So I don't think anything changes there. Um, you know, you you have some uh, defensive prospects coming up. Hain, Billy Hainola, uh, who I really Does like. Logan Stanley play for them yet? He does. Yeah, Stanley's been playing. He's a big lug, though, you know. He's like six seven. Can't really big move. guy. Yeah. Uh, so I don't. We'll see how that one turns out. That could either be a five game series or seven game series. Edmonton either walks away with it or Mike Smith poops the bed, and Winnipeg gets by with, a with few. the talent that Winnipeg has. I just can't. I can't believe that they're not. Playing I don't well. get it either. Uh, I I like really they don't. Have insane centered up. They got good scoring wingers. It was Their all defense when, is so so, but it was all when Bufflin left. Because really? they lost Bufflin, they lost Myers, they lost Truba. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although uh, the guy they got in the Truba trade has been better. I forget his name. Pionk. Yeah, Neil, Neil Pionk. Yeah, he's been good for them. But yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I don't know about the Jets' defense. They they could use a big finish lad on their back end. Yes. I wonder. Yes, I wonder yes, who. yes, yes. I wonder who. A big finish man. Uh, big boy. But. Shame on everybody who said the Jets wouldn't make the playoffs. And they did. And they did. They did. They did. The, well, they're going to have Cole Perfetti next year, too, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, so they need cheap forwards, that's for sure. So he'll be there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that should be a fun series. That'll be a really fun series. Love the Canadian division. We'll get to hear Jim Houston, I'm sure, doing some good quality play-by-play work. Toronto-Montreal will be yeah. Fun too. Mm-hmm. That'll be a fun one. I think t- Toronto and Edmonton. I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be locked into that series. For well, sure. seriously, let's think here too. There, it, we're likely in that particular conference final on that side of the bracket. We can get McKinnon versus Matthews or McKinnon versus McDavid, mm-hmm. which is a juicy, a fat lineup. P H A T fat. Colorado is definitely going to beat St. Louis. Yes. I, I, I don't know who's stopping Colorado. 
They, the camera, it was hilarious. The cameraman on NBC, could, he couldn't keep up with the avalanche. It was zip, zap, like, they're on a power play, just zip, 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 like, everywhere. The camera, it's it's hilarious watching the camera move. It Like, the dude's probably losing his mind trying to move that stiff piece of equipment. But, no, the abs are ridiculous. Nathan McKinnon is the fastest man on earth on skates. <laughs> um, you know, it would be a good story. Cup final, Pittsburgh versus Edmonton. Mm. Yeah, passing of the torch. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that could be that would be great because either the torch is passed or you get the visual of McDavid watching Crosby hold the cup. Yeah. Mm. First in the handshake line mm. too. That's a CBC montage moment right there. Uh, yeah. The, the, oh, what are some other good? There's lots of good stories in this. The handshake. You're there, gonna there get are. McDavid and Matthews in the first round. Some mm-hmm. second in the second round potentially something that wouldn't happen in a normal season until the Stanley Cup final. I think the best case scenario for the conference final is the Avalanche and Maple Leafs. It just oh, oh my God. Imagine that. A Western Conference team is definitely going to win, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Because, like, you can see Colorado. You know, in the Western bracket, I guess you could say, that the Canadian and West Division bracket, whatever you know what? it is, I'm still not caught up with the divisions. I think this playoff is fun because you can make an argument for every team to win the Cup other than the Canadians and the Predators. They're kind of the two pretenders, I think, in here. Uh, but, like, every other team has a, a shot. Like, they're, they Tampa. all— Tampa's going to be dangerous, Tampa too. is dangerous again. But all these teams have something you can say about being— they're either built for the playoffs or they, they have some kind of attribute, some kind of X factor. Like, the Wild, it's the Caprizov factor. Um, the Jets, I mean, that core has been there before. They've been deep before. And the Oilers have— Dry Seidel McDavid. Yeah, that's um, it. So, uh, no, you can make an argument for 14 of these 16 teams uh, to make it really. So it's going to be a very fun race to finish, and it's just beginning. It's just mm-hmm. beginning. So, What do you think about Tampa messing with the salary cap? Uh, oh, with Kucherov? Yeah. Good for them. I mean, you know. And they gave it one last run. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to be able to pull this off again. They're going to have to dismantle. Yeah. How about, Some of the core. How about Kucherov though, not playing all year and coming back and scoring yeah, two right? goals? Yeah. <laughs> That's he's good probably for been him. righty for a while. Though. Oh, absolutely. He's, he's Has just he been practiced? Conveniently sitting on the shelf. I'm not sure. No. Are you allowed to practice with the team if you're on LTIR? Eh, probably not. He's mm-hmm. probably been skating on his own. Yeah. Uh Maybe he went back to Russia. Perhaps. Would they let him back in the country though? Mm. Cool. Maybe. He's he's got high status. So yeah, this this could very well be the final run at things with this lightning core as we know it. Well they'll probably lose someone in an expansion. Mm, yeah. They're gonna have to. They're probably gonna have to trade someone. Tyler Johnson, maybe. I mean we're talking losing a Alex Killorn or something, right? Mm-hmm. I mean Matthew Joseph, a young guy. Yeah. I mean, Matthew Joseph could play on any other team. It's just, where do you put him on this team? But, no, they're going to lose an important piece, that's for sure. Um, Florida, I think, they're a little overmatched right now. 
I could see I Florida feel. winning, though. You could? I think in one of my brackets, I had them pulling off the upset. I, I'm rooting for them. I really want Florida to win. But again— and They won a play—when was the last time they won a playoff series? 1996. Jeez. When they went to the Cup. Uh, yeah, because I remember they faced the Islanders, and the Islanders won their first playoff series. And that was forever. a really good series. Yeah. Tavares had the double overtime goal. Um, but no, this— uh, that series, though, I think, you know, Florida, I think they need one more player to put them over the top. They get Bobrovsky and out of there. They got to get Bobrovsky out of there. Uh, but, no, they, they certainly have those good, like, grinder guys that you will. It's good to have a guy like Patrick Hornfist uh, in your lineup around this time. That was a good trade for both sides. It was. It was. Uh, but, you know, he, he he's a difference maker in this series. They, they need a guy like that who has always mixed it up throughout his whole career to uh, get in the faces of the Lightning. So um, I think it's good to have his presence there on this team. Um, any other series you're particularly interested in? Mm. No, I don't think so. Because like, I know Colorado and St. Louis are going to be mm-hmm. beatdowns. Uh, Did you see O'Reilly? Mm. O'Reilly kind of guaranteed that yeah, they're going to win. Yeah, he said, we're going to win. Uh, but I think he's going to blame himself for well, the loss and get traded. To... <laughs> what this is, okay, this is posturing. Uh, he, he's the captain, right? Is he Is he the captain? Yeah, he yeah is. he's the captain. He's the leader of that team. He's been around a long time. He's been in playoff series. He knows within that room that the team knows they're they're overmatched. Oh yeah. How else are you going to motivate your team than to guarantee victory? You know, like that it's it's a way of motivating to match the intensity of the Avalanche. That's mm-hmm. that's all it is. Like uh Peter Laviolette, you see what he said in a press conference like a reporter said like uh how are you guys going to stop the perfection line? And he goes, "Who?" Like, <laughs> like he, he knows who they're talking about. He's just trying to motivate his team. Like yeah. it's it's all just I think O'Reilly knows mm-hmm. that they're overwhelmed right now, and uh, it's a way of pushing the team. I wonder if it's the kiss of death for him, though. No, they're going to keep him. They're, they're no, going to keep he, him. He's, he's Ryan O'Reilly. He'll be fine. Um, yeah, so it'll be fun to see how that plays out. I, the fans in the in Carolina. Yes, I love it. Looked like a packed house. 12,000 folks were in the building. Uh, 12,000 Kaniacs. <laughs> it was great. Uh, too bad that is the probably the most obvious series as far as turnout, you know, or result. Mm. It's too bad there's no there's gonna be no fans for the Canadian games. I know, I know. Okay, come on, Canada. Like, are you serious now? Come on, roll out your damn vaccinations. How about that? Seems like they they're getting on it though. They are, but what what's the holdup here? Okay, like America's doing it. All right, just do it. Good Lord. It's your national sport. Like, do you enjoy anything, Trudeau? Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they'll be able to have some fans in. Hopefully. Like in the next round, maybe. Who knows? And what's the deal? How does the NHL, how do they still not work out where the Canadian teams are going to play their home games against American teams? Oh, it's still yeah. not worked out. Wow. As of like two weeks ago. Well, Toronto will probably play in Buffalo, right? Uh, Yeah, probably. Move on. That's why I imagine. Uh, Edmonton. Let's say they Seattle. make it. Yes, I was gonna say. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, is, is there arena ready? I don't think it's ready yet. Actually, they're still mm. changing some stuff around. Okay. I mean, it's already. It's yeah. not like it's you know, 
they're close to just having to lay down ice, I'm sure. But Seattle could be an option. Uh, Wow, that'd be cool. I mean, who else is there? If Minnesota doesn't make it, could they play in Minnesota? I mean, probably. I don't see why not. Yeah. Winnipeg could play in Minnesota. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Close enough. What about, like, uh, what's what? what? I'm sure, like, Montreal could even play in Buffalo, too. Yeah. I don't think they got a Pope. What about um, Los Angeles hosting the Oilers? Is that is that northern is that northern California? Uh, or is that Southern Cal? I think it, I think it's north. I don't know. I think it's yeah. close enough. Yeah. Um. Colo- no, Colorado will be there. Never mind. Colorado will be there. They could just play all their games in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Maybe <laughs> they could just play each other through Zoom. <laughs> oh, do it on NHL Twenty One. Like how? The NHL has got to be the worst-run league on the planet. I want I want to bring this up quick before we move on to the goalies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank Saravelli, he's gone from TSN. You think he's going to go to ESPN slash TNT? Yeah, I think, yeah, probably. I mean, they're courting everybody, it seems like. I swear to God, I should just throw out a flyer and say, hey. Hey, why not? Uh, well, it seems like uh, Dan Dunleavy is done. I know. Judging by the cryptic goodbye tweet. <laughs> done, done, Levy. <laughs> <laughs> you can send in your tapes. But it seems like he's he's still living here. Yeah. Right? So. Maybe. Maybe he's not done, though. I hope. He's a good guy. I like him. He is. Uh, yeah. Send in, send in your tapes. You can go call some NHL games mm. for ESPN. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But, um, no, I love playoff hockey. Um, it's my favorite thing in the world. All right, you want to talk about some goalies before we sign off? Yes, yes. Uh, the goalie talk, a lot of criticisms being thrown around, lots of observations. I love the goalies. I love the goalies. Uh, let's start with Craig Anderson. Um, Vitek Vanacek went down in game one, like 10 minutes in, I think. And Craig Anderson, well, by the way, if you haven't heard on the broadcast, turns 40 this week. <laughs> that was a thing. I know you haven't watched, but like, they won't stop. Craig Anderson, who turns 40 this week, shut up. Okay? Like, that's your storyline? Uh, I don't you, – like, uh, everyone's saying uh, the fourth-string goalie, right? I mean, come on. There's, Big you can, deal. The Sabres are on their six. Yeah. Well, you can – my point is you can have a worse fourth-string goalie than Craig Anderson. I get it. Okay, he's 39 years – well, going to be 40 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, he played last year – Right? Yeah. It's not like you're pulling the goalie coach off the bench. <laughs> like, Anderson has played in the playoffs. He's played big games. Uh, his his most recent playoff experience was the conference final against Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's just his age, really, that everyone's down on. But it's not like he just – He can pro- still play. He can okay. still play. It's not like his production fell off a cliff. He can't be a starter. It's not like they pulled Chad Johnson out. No, 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 no. Who hasn't yeah. played in three years. Exactly. Like, come on. Like, Cut the guy some slack. You're, it, you know, it, it's not. let's not act like he's some dude who didn't do anything in the league. He was one of the top goalies in the league for a little while. It's a good story. Yeah, yeah that's right. We're fishing, it's a good story. We're fishing for stories already. Uh, so, no, stop with the Craig Anderson, oh, wow, stuff, right? I mean, come on. We He can play. I don't care if he's 39 years old. He's a good goalie. Uh, Sergei Bobrovsky, I have some observations about him, too. You know, like, and the Panthers are going to Chris Drieger tonight in goal. Uh, and I'm, I am I like this because the Panthers need, like, 
okay, obviously you're not you're not going to make every save, right? But Bobrovsky needs to make big saves. Like he was beaten twice on that same shot from Kucherov, the cross crease pass. I don't. It, it might not have been Kucherov with both of them. Uh, but the same shot two times, cross crease, snipe it from the point on a one timer. You you're gonna need eventually against the lightning a save on one of you those need shots. A big save. You need a big save against the lightning. And Bobrovsky faced what forty five shots or something. Okay, forty saves, whatever it was. But like, you you, you they need a big save on a guy. You know Vasilevsky's gonna give you a big save, but I don't have that confidence in 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 Bobrovsky. They uh. That's just my observation. The Panthers, like, you, you can't make them all, and that's fine. But you need you need your ten million dollar goalie. Yeah, to make some saves. you need something. You can't just let every prime opportunity go in. I mean, Mark Andre Fleury made some incredible saves. Jordan Binnington almost won the game for the Blues until the third period yesterday. There's goalies um, all throughout the playoffs right now that are single handedly getting these games into overtime or giving their teams a chance to win. And, like, Bobrovsky isn't going to do that for the Panthers. And he's never been good in the playoffs anyway, so he's not just going to flip the switch. Remember last time the Sabres were in the playoffs and the Flyers had that carousel of Michael Layton, Brian Boucher, and Sergei Bobrovsky. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. Those were the times. And finally, uh, Tuka Rask. Um, Lots of Bruins fans are getting on this guy, just like they did last year when he went to be with his family during COVID. I, I don't get it. I, I don't get what the deal is with these people who want them to go to Jeremy Swayman. Jeremy Swayman? Really? What, did he play 12 games? And you want Tuka Rask, a Stanley Cup winner? I think he won a Vesna too. You want Tuka Rask to be pulled for a rookie? You're out <laughs> of your Halak, mind. Is Halak injured right Halak now? Halak is injured, yeah. Of course. But, like, you're out of your mind, people. You're insane. Bruins fans wanting Tuka Rask not to play. Like, how spoiled are you? <laughs> Must they, be nice. Yeah, well, they, honest to God, they're so used to Tom Brady just being perfect there that, like, all they expect now is perfection. I don't I don't get it. Like, Tuka Rask. Yeah, their perfection line, for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> like, it just, just come on. Do you have a lick of common sense? Like, now is not the time to pull your your all-world goalie. Once the playoffs come, oh, no, get Rask out of there. That'll give us a chance to win. Put in the rookie. How stupid are you? Are you, are you kidding me? Why is this discussion? You have three guys in your team that can score, and you're blaming the goalie? You have three guys and, and, and Jake DeBrusque. That's all you have. Taylor Hall now, too. And Taylor Hall, too, <laughs> yeah. But, like, good, spare me, please. It's ridiculous. That these people are complaining about Tuka Rask. Hey, you know if Buffalo's in the playoffs next year and they got a goalie controversy, someone's gonna say, hey, "Pull Michael Hauser up from the ECHL." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just every year, like teams just make stupid decisions with goalies in the playoffs. Like the Panthers, I can understand. I totally get the Panthers, and I yeah. agree with that. It's just come on, spoiled. It must be nice to be spoiled, yeah. Where you can say, "Oh." Put in the rookie in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I wish. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. You got, you got anything else you want to talk about before we sign nope, off? Nope. I'm all good. All right. As always, we appreciate you all for listening. If you enjoyed, let us know. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram 
at the Charging Buff. We're also on Twitter, JoeTCBNHL, L-V-K-E-T-C-B. And we'll be back next week. Probably a fun one next week. We'll talk about playoffs a little more. But, yeah, unless there's Sabres, pressing Sabres news, it's going to be a fun-centric off-season of podcasts from now on. All right. Uh, We'll see you next week. We hope you enjoyed. Let us know. We'll see you in the next one.